Let's listen for God's word. Ruth, chapter 1, beginning at verse 22 and continuing to chapter 2, finishing at verse 12. This then was how Naomi came back from Moab with Ruth, her Moabite daughter-in-law. The barley harvest was just beginning when they arrived in Bethlehem. Naomi had a relative named Boaz, a rich and influential man who belonged to the family of her husband Elimelech. One day Ruth said to Naomi, let me go to the fields to gather the corn that the harvest workers leave. I'm sure to find someone who will let me work with him. Naomi answered, go ahead, my daughter. So Ruth went out to the fields and walked behind the workers, picking up the corn which they left. It so happened that she was in a field that belonged to Boaz. Sometime later, Boaz himself arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the workers. The Lord be with you, he said. The Lord bless you, they answered. Boaz asked the man in charge, who is that young woman? The man answered, she's a young woman from Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me to let her follow the workers and pick up the corn. She's been working since early morning and has just now stopped to rest for a while under the shelter. Then Boaz said to Ruth, let me give you some advice. Don't pick up corn anywhere except in this field. Work with the women here. Watch them to see where they're reaping and stay with them. I've ordered my men not to molest you and whenever you are thirsty, go and drink from the water jars they filled. Ruth bowed down with her face touching the ground and said to Boaz, why should you be so concerned about me? Why should you be so kind to a foreigner? Boaz answered, I've heard about everything that you have done for your mother-in-law since your husband died. I know how you left your father and mother and your own country and how you came to live among a people you'd never known before. May the Lord reward you for what you've done. May you have a full reward from the Lord God of Israel to whom you have come for protection. Amen. So Lord, bless to us this reading from your word. Help us to hear both its challenge and its word of grace. Amen. Ruth is one of the unsung heroines of the Bible. A woman who changed the course of history. A woman who is a crucial link in the story of King David, the great hero of the Old Testament, and of Jesus Christ, our Lord. She's a woman who lived in dangerous times, at a time of great conflict and uncertainty, 
of famine and desperate need. A time of great inequality between the rich and the poor. Ruth, the Moabite woman, had met and married an Israelite. That in itself was a cause for some discomfort and even scandal in her community. Her husband was himself a refugee who had come with his parents and brother to the land of Moab in a time of famine. His father had died and he had settled in this country, in this country of Moab with his mother Naomi and brother. And then both brothers die and Naomi decides to go back to Bethlehem, her hometown. And her daughters-in-law go with her. Remember Ruth the refugee. There are millions of Ruths today looking desperate for a new beginning in their lives. Desperate to help their families. Now on the road to Bethlehem, Naomi persuades Orpha, the other uh, sister-in-law to Ruth, to go back to her people. But Ruth won't be persuaded. And she gives one of the great speeches of the Old Testament. Think for a moment. The great Hebrew scriptures. And here is a Moabite woman giving one of the great statements of loyalty and faith. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. For Jewish readers who regarded Moabites with suspicion or even downright hatred. There had been enmity and conflict between these related nations, both Semitic by background, but tension, suspicion, conflict, violence. To hear this great statement of faith from a Moabite woman was quite stunning and quite amazing. And that sense of loyalty from Ruth speaks of the loyalty, the faithfulness of God. So remember Ruth, the loyal one, who won't be persuaded to turn back. Back in Bethlehem, Ruth and Naomi are among the poorest of the poor. People generally written off as of no value. Widows had no income of their own in those days. The only way to survive was to go out to the fields, to glean grain, and to hope that someone will offer help. And that brings its dangers because women on the, in the fields were especially vulnerable to attack or abuse. 
It's a rather uh, spine-chilling statement by Boaz that he's told his men not to molest her. Many other landowners just turned a blind eye. So remember Ruth, the vulnerable one, and think of all the women today who suffer abuse, who are in situations of, of immense vulnerability. And yet this vulnerable foreign refugee will not give up. She goes out. She gleams. She works early in the morning, working hour after hour to collect enough food. So remember Ruth, the food collector, the food gatherer, and think of all who are struggling to gather food sufficient for their families today. And we'll hear much more from Joe about that in a moment. While Ruth's story unfolds with Boaz, the landowner, the distant relation of Naomi spotting Ruth and wanting to help. She can't believe that he is concerned for her. Why should you be concerned about me, she asks. Why should you be kind to a foreigner? So remember Ruth and all who have this experience of not quite believing that someone could actually be kind to them. There are far too many people in our world who are simply expecting rejection and abuse. And when kindness comes, it is amazing and surprising. And our world should not be like that. People should not be surprised to receive kindness. So remember Ruth and her surprise. And of course, Ruth's story has a happy ending. It's, it's almost a, a typical romance story. Not quite Mills and Boone, but it has a slight element of that, that they fall in love, Ruth and Boaz, there's all kinds of intrigue, and I think Naomi does a little bit of manipulating along the way, but there is love that blossoms between this Moabite refugee and this rich Jewish landowner, Boaz. Ruth marries Boaz and they have a child and Naomi has the pleasure of holding a grandchild in her arms for the first time. Naomi, who had wanted to be renamed Bitter, ends with joy at a grandchild. And then comes the punchline of the story. Ruth and Boaz, Boaz's son, was called Obed, and Obed was the grandfather of David, the great king of Israel. And then Jesus' family tree in Matthew's Gospel focuses 
of course, mainly on the male uh, ancestors of Jesus, but it gives special mention to Ruth. I haven't quite worked out how many great, 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 great mothers that Ruth was to Jesus. But think of that Moabite, refugee, vulnerable woman as a family member of Jesus. A woman who experienced loss and upheaval, poverty and danger, but discovered love and kindness, both human and divine. What can we do to enable others to be to experience kindness rather than rejection. Let's listen to our New Testament story before we hear about the work of One Can. reading is from Matthew chapter 14 verses 13 to 21. Jesus feeds the 5,000. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed those who were ill. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We only have five loaves of bread and two fishes, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he told the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and two fishes, he looked up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the bread. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about five thousand men, besides women and children. This is the word of the Lord. So as we reflect on that reading and its challenge to feed the hungry, Let's hear 